0: And a new month. Had that happen? So fast. Thank you so much. It's just beautiful. We are in February. We've got a new theme, Reveal Our Common Good, and today's talk is Love Finds a Way because it is the love month after all, right? I mean, it is the love month. Vision's uh, anniversary is also coming up. It's going to be next week. Yeah, yay, 12 years. Woohoo! You know, Valentine's Day. Vision's anniversary is the 11th. Valentine's Day is the 14th. Um, You know St. Valentine, right? He was beheaded (laughs) around 270. Yeah, the love thing, I don't get that. Anyway. (laughs) Look, Claudius the Cruel, that was his name, I swear. Claudius the Cruel. He was not happy. With Valentine, Valentine went around marrying couples, and uh, and Va- and Claudius had outlawed marriage at that time. So, anyway, <laughs> so how that came to l- I don't know. I know. So now he's the patron saint, right, of engaged couples and love and beekeepers. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So that's enough about that. <laughs> February is also Black History Month. Yes. And we are celebrating that. You know, um, uh, the Harvard historian Carter Woodson uh, conceived of and created Black History Week in 1925. And then the celebration was expanded um, to a month in 1976, which was the year of the country's bicentennial. And um, and actually, when you think about it, black history is American history. It is. This, this country would not be what it is today were it not for the contributions of African Americans. A, a lot of the buildings, a lot of the progress, a lot of the prosperity came at a, at a, at a great cost. It came through uh, slavery. But this country wouldn't be what it is today without those contributions. You know, Michelle Obama was correct, When she said, uh, when she was First Lady, and she said that she wakes up every morning in the house, the White House, that was built by slaves. And there was a lot of blowback about that statement, but she was correct, it was. They have documented, you know, they have documentation and the names of those people. Uh, The Capitol building, built by slaves. You know, uh, there was a ceremony back in 2012, (laughs) back then, house. Uh, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> said uh, they dedicated a plaque at the, at, uh, on, at the Capitol building. And she said this. She said, for too long, the sacrifice of men and women who built this temple of democracy were overlooked. Their toil forgotten, their story ignored or denied, and their voices silenced in the pages of history. Well, it's, it's time to acknowledge that. It is absolutely time to acknowledge that. Um, all All four of the major railroad networks in North America, slaves built that. Thomas Jefferson's estate in Monticello, slaves built that. University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, built by slaves. Wall Street, Wall Street, honest to God, used to be a wall where the street is, that's how it got its name, Wall Street. It used to be a wall. That wall extended from the East River all the way to the the Hudson River, from river to river. That wall extended across lower Manhattan to keep the Dutch settlers safe from the Native Americans. That wall was built by slaves. Oh, and by the way, that wall didn't work either. (laughs) Just didn't you know her as uh, well we don't know her as she was born Araminta Ross Araminta Ross her parents used to call her Minty isn't that cute Minty we know her as Harriet Tubman she was a freedom fighter famous famous conductor of the Underground Railroad helped hundreds gain their freedom And during the Civil War, she worked as a cook and a nurse. She was an armed scout for the North, and she was also a spy. And here's what she said. Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars and to change the world. And she did. Ernest Holmes used to say, love points the way, and law makes the way possible. He's talking about the the guiding principle of of our spiritual philosophy. And uh, love found a way, didn't it, through courageous people like Harriet Tubman, Sojourner Truth, Frederick Douglass, and many, many others whose names are lost to us in history. Reverend Arthur Twine was the first African American minister to be given a charter in the Church of Religious Science. It was up, in, yeah, it was up in L.A. And shortly thereafter, the Science Mind magazine, which listed all of its churches alphabetically, took his church, the L.A. the Third Church of Religious Science and moved it from the alphabetical listing to a separate listing called Colored Churches. Oh, no. and, and Ernest Holmes would have none of it. He would have none of it. So he called Reverend Twine, and he asked him if he could speak one Sunday, and, they, and he did. And he came to the church, and he took the platform, and he stood at the, he stood at the lectern. It was standing room only, <laughs> and he just stood, and he looked. And he stood, and you could, the whole place quieted down. You could hear a pin drop. And at last, he spoke. And this is what he said. He said, I have been told that too many non-Caucasians attend these lectures. True, there are Caucasians and non-Caucasians in this congregation. But we must affirm we are all children of one living God. One life permeates all without exception, one intelligence that governs all, and most important, every man and woman who abides in the universe is a significant identity in the one universal consciousness. Our doors will forever be open to all. Whoever you are, be proud for you are divine idea in the mind of God. And and you may recognize that last line. It's on the wall when you come into vision in the front in the lobby. Everyone applauded. That took care of that, they said. (laughs) He continued on with his lecture, and he was satisfied. The matter had been settled once and for all, and he would never refer to it again. And the Science of Mind magazine put the church back in alphabetical order in the listing of all religious science churches. Love found a way again. (laughs) You know, the thing about uh, our philosophy is open at the top, right? Ernest Holmes always said that. Open at the top for further revelation. And that's because love always finds a way. Love finds a way to evolve, to do things better, to, to reach that higher level of consciousness that you know that we're, we're always capable of. We don't settle for, it's always been done that way, you know, we're not those people. <laughs> or you can't fight City Hall, or, or just be realistic, I love that one, just be realistic, you know. <laughs> when we stand in our truth, we stand in our truth regardless of appearances, right? Regardless of appearances, And we can change the world, and we do change the world. We change the world by our presence in it, by standing in our truth and allowing love to point the way. We do things for love. We do them for love. We let love point the way always. Love shows us the way. Law makes the way possible. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, (laughs) and don't get upset by this. (laughs) I didn't say it, he did. The purpose of life is not to be happy. really, he said the purpose of life is not to be happy, it is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you lived and that you lived well. That is about love pointing the way. That's something bigger than us. For love to find a way through us, we have to serve something greater than ourselves. You know, it's more than what do I want? What do I want to be? What do I want to do? What do I deserve? Right? It goes beyond the self. You know, and as much as we do need to do that introspection, I think the bigger question is, what does the world want from me? What does the world want from me? What gifts, what talents, what strengths do I bring to the world that can benefit the world? Where can I serve? Is the, the bodhisattva view, vow, right? The bodhisattva vow is to not seek enlightenment until you have served others, right? Until others are served, until others are enlightened, until all others are free. Right? The bodhisattva vow. In particular, the bodhisattva promise to practice the six perfections of, of giving, moral discipline, patience, effort, concentration, and wisdom in order to fulfill that idea of freedom for all, that attaining enlightenment for the sake of all beings. So it's not really, it's not an individual pursuit. It's a pursuit to lift everyone. You know, February 14th, 2018, was the shooting, Marjorie Stoneman. And uh, it left 17 people dead and, and way more wounded. And the shooter was apprehended. But the students, the students from Stoneman Douglas were, were in, just inspirational in their, in their unity, right, to raise the consciousness. They were instrumental in changing Florida law. Florida, could you imagine? <laughs> You know, so that, the, so that legal gun ownership was raised from 18 to 21. They, they, they managed to get a three-day waiting period put into the law. And they organized nationwide protests following the shooting. They were bodhisattva. You see how they just... There was something greater than just their school. There was something greater than just their suffering. There was something for them to do for the greater good. Malcolm X considered one of the greatest and most influential african americans in history bodhisattva yes something greater than himself martin luther king massive protests in birmingham right got the got got nationwide attention letters from a birmingham jail um gosh all the things that he did the i have a dream speech 250,000 people were there on the mall hmm. He conferred with John F. Kennedy, and he campaigned for Lyndon Johnson, and he was arrested, I can't even remember how many times, 20, over 20, anyway. Awarded five honorary degrees, cover of Time magazine, Man of the Year, 1963. Not only a symbolic leader for African Americans in this country, but also a world figure, right? He was Bodhisattva working for something greater than himself. John F. Kennedy, Bodhisattva. Gandhi, Bodhisattva. Robert Kennedy, Mother Teresa, Bodhisattva. Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh, right, global spiritual leader, poet, peace activist. Martin Luther King referred to him as the apostle of peace and nonviolence, right? His key teaching is that through mindfulness, we can learn to live happily in the present moment. And the only way to develop that deep peace is in service to oneself and the world. Bodhisattva. His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. Yes, Bodhisattva. You, Bodhisattva. Yes? Yes. Yes. Each one of us, we owe this to the world. To be our best, to do our best, to be greater than. This is my mic making noise. <laughs> so, there are many bodhisattva vows. You'll find them all over the internet. There are many, but, but I want you to recite these. I thought these were lovely. <laughs> Suffering beings are numberless. Say it. Suffering, Suffering beings, beings are numberless. numberless. I vow to liberate them all. I vow to liberate them all. them all. Attachment is inexhaustible. Attachment is inexhaustible. I vow to release it all. I vow to release it all. The gates to truth are numberless. I vow, to master them all. I vow to master them all. The way of awakening is supreme. The way of awakening is supreme. I vow to realize, realize. Mm. You know, doesn 't that resonate with you this This is our life. this is why we are here. We are here to lift the world when we are lifting the world through this through this teaching of vows through this faith philosophy through standing in the truth regardless of appearances now you can modify those vows any way you want so that it makes it more meaningful for you use your own words use what really you know lights you up but but speak them speak them make this your deep dedication make this your deepest meditation you can repeat them every time Every time you're in meditation or contemplation, let them direct your meditation. Let them direct your practice. We are the Bodhisattva. Let love lead the way. Let love be the deciding factor in your life. You know, you know those bracelets, you know, you know what, WWJD, right? What would Jesus do? Or what would I have? I have one that says WWED. What would Ernest do? <laughs> but, but really, honestly, uh the bracelet we should all be wearing is what would love do? What would love do? And do that. You know, we're not in pursuit of money, we're not in pursuit of of prestige or or honor or career. I mean, all those things are fabulous, but but what would love do? Let love lead the way. Because we are the awakened ones. We are the awakened ones. We are the ones who stand in our power. We are the ones that know truth. We are the ones that speak. Speak truth. We are the ones that have come to transform the world. Ernest Holmes said this. He said, if if we look for a God of love, we must look long and deeply into each other. We must look away from the differences until we penetrate into that unity of the whole. For love alone reveals love. That is, that is who and what we are. That is what we've come to do. We've come to transform the world by our presence in it. We've come to let love lead the way. We've come to be the 21st century bodhisattva, to transform not only ourselves, but to transform the world. Thank you so much.